It was eight innings of incredible baseball on Monday night for the Halos, and then they had to play the ninth inning, and what happened? Everything happened, and so John and I are going to talk all about that. Plus, the Angels can and should go over the luxury tax next year, and we'll tell you why. And David Fletcher is the key to the Angels' success, and we've got the metrics to prove it. You're Locked On with Mike and John, and this is Locked On Angels. You are Locked On Angels, your daily Los Angeles Angels podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcasts. You can share the pod with your friends by hitting the share button. You can rate and review the pod on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. And you can subscribe to the podcast on YouTube and click that little bell to be notified every time a new episode drops. Hey, well, we're a lot more fun than the actual Los Angeles Angels. What's going on, everybody? (laughs) Welcome to another edition of Locked On Angels, where it's your team every single day. You've got the Frisch Brothers here with you, aka the Super Halo Bros. My name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. Good grief, man. I think you and I in our old church league softball days could have put together a better ninth inning than that one. Man, they just <laughs> fell apart. I was actually yeah. enjoying the game because it was Shohei Otani versus Luis Castillo in a pitcher's duel, and then they hit a homer off, off Shohei. The Angels got it right back. And then there was another another run scored, but the Angels got that one right back. So it was two to two. It was a tight game. It was a close game. Both those guys stayed in. They stayed until the sixth inning. And I was really enjoying it up until the end there. <laughs> yeah. It was it was really hard to watch. And and that ninth inning, it's tied at two. And then a couple of errors. There's a slip. There's a dropped ball. Nobody decides to cover Bugs home bunny. plate. And yeah, suddenly no we're down six to two. And it, and, it, it, <laughs> and at that point, you're going, yeah, we're not we're not coming back we're right not now. And, no. and man, Max Stassi just, I don't know if his brain dripped out the side of his head in the ninth inning, but everything just did not work for him. And I asked this question, and I texted it to you, is Logan O'Hoppy ready to come up anytime soon? Because oh, I tweeted I tweeted oh. that Perry was calling him. And, and just to confirm the spelling of your last name, O apostrophe H-O-P-P-E. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay, Logan, we'll get you on the first flight out. We are ready for you. And then, John, I'm going to put this loss on Phil Nevin as well because Ugh. Phil just it seems like he's, again, borrowing the playbook that Joe Madden had. And maybe he's actually creating his own playbook because – he doesn't pitch hit for Duggar, who's at the plate, and Duggar doesn't swing. Apparently, yeah. he thinks that we're going to be able to score runs without swinging, and that ball was straight down the middle. Right down the middle. And then 96. earlier in the game, there's a runner at second base, and Duggar doesn't bunt him over, and Gooby no. from the from the booth says, watch the bunt. He's going to bunt him over, and he's just swinging away. I, yeah. I, want, a manager, six. I want a manager that can read the room, please. Please give yes. me a manager that can read the room, because <laughs> Phil Nevin has no idea idea what he's doing and he is just copying and pasting what it was that Joe Madden was doing the last month that he was managing this team I disagree because he left Aaron Lupin there way too long he had him in there for like 30 pitches and more than one inning good grief man like yeah. pull the man already well to my credit I did say he added some he added some playbook uh, pages so <laughs> you know Phil's Phil's trying to you know his resume sucks when it comes to sucks. being a manager for next year so bro yeah, you're not luck, winning buddy. anybody over <laughs> not at all you know what the icing on the cake was is they pinch hit Joe Adele for Andrew Velasquez and he gets down, it's the final out of the game, final strike, and on the final yeah. strike, he swings, and the ball hits his finger, and so 
so he's probably got a broken finger. We won't see Joe Adele for the rest of the season. That kind of nonsense. All because there was a useless pinch hit at bat at the end of the game. It's like, oh, so now you bring in Joe Adele, yeah. and now his finger's going to get crushed by the bat, by yeah. the ball. Great. Good job, Phil. Super well done. good. Super good. Well, if the Can we talk about Otani? Well, if the yeah, if the ninth inning didn't happen, this actually would be a really fun game to talk about. No kidding. Because Shohei pitched really well. Six innings, seven hits, just two walks, eight Ks. His pitch count was getting up there, but then those last yeah. two innings, Homeboy was just throwing some heat, and he was yeah. making sure that he was going to get out of that inning, and he did. And yeah. he matched Luis Castillo pitch for pitch for pitch and Mm -hmm. it was great it was a great pitcher's duel and it makes me want Louis Castillo on our team and I wish that we had traded for him but I think the Mariners made a really good move there and it was fun it was one of those pitcher's duels that you thought man this is going to be a great game and Mm -hmm. the Angels were in it they were in it Renjifo hit a home run and he he helped tie the game and then it was tied again at two and it was one of those games where you're like man the the boys are looking good they had come into this one winning seven of ten and and five of their last six and we're super excited and then (laughs) (laughs) that's the sound of pooping the bed yes i tell you where it went where it all went wrong when the season started back in april no (laughs) no well you're close uh it all went wrong when david fletcher fouled the ball off of his foot he still managed to get a single by the way but right out of precaution they take him out and who do they put in (sighs) jose rojas yeah this guy I saw the graphic, and it just is comical at this point. Yeah. Five for 41, now five for 42 yeah. in at-bats this season. The guy, the guy has eight times as many tries at the plate than he does hits. And why is he still on this team? Right. Why is Michael Stefanik not up? Right. Why does this guy even have a job? Right. I mean, we should have known that when he got DFA'd and nobody claimed him <laughs> that he wasn't worth having on this team. He's not yeah. worth a sniff of dirty gym socks for all I care. <laughs> Why is he on this team? Yeah, I mean, I, I can hit better than him. Give me a bat. I'll go out there Good and swing great. a little I don't bit. care if he's from Anaheim, from Mars, yeah. or wherever he's from. Right. It, the pri- Somebody said on YouTube, we, we need to get rid of the pride of Anaheim. And yes. I said pride goes before the fall. And it, certainly every time that... He comes out. The pride of Anaheim is our fall. Our well, downfall. he fell in the ninth so. inning. He couldn't make a play, and that was why they couldn't get another out. He had to throw it to first base. And so, yeah, you're right. You know what, Jose? You're going to be great in those volunteer softball leagues. You're going to be the guy that everybody wants on their team. And call so, up Jose. He can hit a couple bombs. Listen, you just go and bombs. do that, and that would be awesome. And then let's get a real player up here, somebody that can hit and somebody can play some defense. You're right. Why isn't Stefanik up? I mean, this is just – it's just a cluster. It's just a you mess. Had, you had Gosselin on the bench. Gosselin Why played a whole season of defense for us last season. Why is he not in? Is he hurt? Is he not? I mean, like, no, what's going fine. on? He's Why good. is he not playing? He, he's... I have no idea, Michael. <laughs> Phil Nevin. <sighs> the Nevin ending story needs to come to an end because I'm tired of it. <laughs> this season oh, needs yeah, to yeah, come yeah. to an end. This is just sad it's sad and then you know we we we, it's that you know you build me up buttercup and then now you're letting me down because (laughs) this has just been that season and all these wins put together we're getting excited and listen i get it like they could win the next two games and that would be fantastic and i'm hopeful that they'll do that but this is just one of those games where you're like oh this is why we're 14 15 games under 500 because they just look like a clown posse last night yeah it's the it's the epitome of everything that goes wrong for the angels does go wrong and it went wrong in that ninth inning if it was a a three to two loss because somebody hit a home run or something like that fine good we talk about it we move on but 
Yeah. To watch that ninth inning was a clown show. I tweeted out the Benny Hill theme song yep. over the footage of the last inning. So yep. I hope that you guys enjoy that one for sure. I think that Patrick O'Neill, when he does uh, TV games, I think what he writes down on on his script every every single game is a just in case. Hey, turn the page. <laughs> We're gonna play it again. I mean, like, right. I think there's like a button on him now because it's just kind of a you have to say it right. And I appreciate him trying to stay positive, but I yeah. I, I want him. I want him to just let it rip <laughs> on there. He goes, well, he's not going this to. This is pathetic. Only, I know he's not going to. Would, the only one who would do that is Victor Rojas, but he yeah. uh, he saw the writing on the wall. So. Yeah. Victor, <laughs> what you doing, buddy? We need you. Yeah. <laughs> Victor, how's that Victor cast coming? I said, hey, Victor, you should do your own like uh, uh, play-by-play. We'll pay for it. I promise. Yeah. Hey, tonight's yeah. game, 638, same time, same channel. Uh, Robbie Ray versus Jose Suarez. Uh, Suarez has been pretty good lately, he so has. hopefully he's going up against uh, last year's Cy Young in the American League, and uh, the Mariners have great pitching, and we're starting to have great pitching. I mean, look, Robbie Ray was somebody that we targeted in the offseason that we wanted, I should say, and then Luis Castillo. How many times have we had the conversation about Luis Castillo uh, and the Angels trading for him and and I'm kind of glad that conversation's over, by the way. So yeah. You don't have to talk about it anymore because right. now he's a Mariner, so that's done. But, uh, yeah, Jose Suarez looking pretty good in his last few starts. He's got the start tonight. Man, let's uh, let's not have Jose Rojas in this game. No. Let's let Phil Gosselin be a defensive replacement. Please. And somebody tell Andrew Velasquez to stop swinging for the fences, please. Coming up on Locked on Angels. You'll be surprised by how much the Angels can actually go over the luxury tax and how little the penalty actually is. John and I are going to give you some numbers, but first, Locked On Angels is brought to you by our good friends at Built Bar. They have the new Built Puff that you're going to love, the Cookie Dough Chuck Puff. And this puff is light, and it's chewy in texture, and it has real cookie dough chunks. And, of course, it's covered in 100% real chocolate. That's what the angels look like in the ninth inning. <laughs> cookie dough chunk cookie puffs Cookie dough chunk puffs. Hey, listen, don't compare that with the pathetic angels last night. This actually yeah, is these really are, good. Yeah, these are delicious. <laughs> you don't have to steal the cookie dough. I did the other, the other night. My, my daughter was making cookies, and I was eating the cookie dough. And I thought to myself, you know... I need a built bar. <laughs> the cookie dough chug puff is only 160 calories and and has a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. So go to built.com, snag a box for you and for the family. It's a perfect treat. And all built bars and puffs are made with collagen protein. I've heard, John, that it's better for your body. It helps you to absorb things more efficiently, provides a That's ton correct. of health benefits. And so there's there's some good news. And you can eat these things, eat these puffs, eat these bars. And they taste good, and they're good for you, and you're going to love the cookie dough chunk puffs. So whether you need a snack for your workout or a late-night treat or you just need a quick bite, maybe you have to skip lunch, Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, the fat, the sugar, and the angels. Oh, wait, that wasn't in the script. Um, And then grab yourself a Built bar. Go to Built.com and use the new promo code LOCKEDON15 and get 15% off your order. Again, go to Built.com and use this promo code Locked on 15. Go to built.com today. We want to thank you for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Mike, I came across a tweet the other day that floored me. Floored me, Jerry. Uh, from at Chaz Long 21. 
on Twitter. So yep. shout, shout out to Chaz Long. I almost said shout out, Chaz, shout out, Chaz. Uh, <laughs> the Angels payroll. Can I read this to you? Yeah, go for it. I'm going to read this tweet. Uh, Chaz said, let's talk about the Angels payroll. $179 million this year. The luxury tax threshold, as we all know, is $230 million. That's a, a new bar that yep. they settled on during the much dreaded lockout. Yep. Already voted against it. <laughs> that's right. Already certainly did. If that's any indication of what he wants to do. Uh, what would happen if the Angels went over the luxury tax threshold next season and possibly the next three seasons? Here's what that would look like. Okay. Let's say they have a payroll of $250 million in 2023, $260 in 24, and uh, $270 in 25. Here's the penalty that they would pay each year. Okay. In 2023, they would pay a penalty of $3.4 million. In 24, they would pay a penalty of $6.9 million. Huh. And then in 2025, if they had a $270 million payroll, they would pay $14.5 million in wow. penalties. The total number is $24.8 million over three years. All right. Remember, Otani brings in $20 million of revenue in ad revenue. So what does right. this mean? The Halos can go over the tax threshold and pay players and be just fine. Now, the caveat to all of this, Mike, and I believe you have the information in front of you. Yes. As much as Artie is averse to going over the luxury tax and paying any sort of penalty, how much has he paid players to <laughs> not play on this team over the last 10 years? Johnny, over the last 10 years, Artie Moreno has paid... Albert Pujols, Mike Trout, Anthony Rendon, Justin Upton, and Josh Hamilton over $200 million to sit on the bench because they have been injured. Oof. Or didn't play at all like Hamilton. (laughs) Yeah. $200 million. And he's paid that. And he doesn't want to go over the luxury tax. Here's here's the point. Artie, if you go over the luxury tax you're actually going to be saving some money. (laughs) You're going to be saving a lot of money. And if my math, quick math, is correct, if Shohei's bringing in $20 in ad revenue every single year because you've re-signed him, then you're actually not going to be losing any money at all because you're going to be making it up in the ad revenue. So here's the question, John, and somebody on YouTube uh, for Locked on Angels listener said this, will Farty Moreno actually do this? What do you think? Do you think he'll do this? Look, I don't know if he's going to go over the luxury tax, but he needs to. Yeah. Because this team and Artie Marino needs to show fans like you and me and everybody listening to Locked on Angels that they mean business because they only have one year left of Shohei Otani. That's guaranteed. You can make him any kind of deal you want. You could give him the moon. You could tie a string around it like, like George, what's his name, from Wonderful Life and give Otani the moon, and it wouldn't make a difference if you don't build a contender around him. You and I have said he likes it here. There's no reason for him not to stay here, but it starts with the dollar amount. And if you're not willing to spend on Otani, if you're not willing to spend on the correct players to bring into the organization, you can't take flyers on the Dylan Bundys and the Trevor, uh, 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 I can't remember his name now. He's was on the Giants, and then he pitched for us in 2019. Trevor something or other. It doesn't matter because he was that good. You're doing uh, great with Matt, last names. We did, we did Matt Harvey, <laughs> yes. all that stuff. Yeah, I'm, I, you, you tell I'm a little miffed from that. Yes. Inning, so. <laughs> all that to say, 
we can't go spending money on these one-year flyer guys, hope that they get better. You got to get proven guys. You got to yeah. go after Dansby Swanson. You got to go after a Trey Turner. You got to be in the conversation at least. You got to yeah. get yourself some starting pitching. You've got to go over that tax thr- threshold. And whether Artie will or not, I mean, that's yet to be seen. There's yeah. no historical record of him being willing to do it. In fact, you mentioned it a minute ago. He voted against raising the luxury tax. Correct. Like, uh, over the winter break of 21 to 22. So that's not a good indication. But I've said it many times, Mike, if you want to make money in the long term, you've got to spend in the short term. And that means if you want Otani around for the long haul, then you've got to spend money on players who are going to put a winning product on the field. If I was Artie Marino and I watched that ninth inning, I would be calling up my tax accountant and saying, all right, what can we do here? Like it's, it's, 10:30 at night what can we do here yeah <laughs> get up because right. we need to figure out this next season right yeah well a couple thoughts first of all it's george bailey from it's a wonderful life george bailey so you know. what did i say uh you you said george what's his name um <laughs> not to be confused with george mcfly from back to the future um, right but here's here's the thing I, I i think that it is necessary and i think it's necessary for the angels to be successful you have two southern california teams who are not afraid to make the big moves the Dodgers, mm-hmm. who have really proven how to make this work and how to function well. And then mm-hmm. the Padres, who are still kind of figuring it out. They're they're not uh, a well-oiled machine yet, but they are willing to make the big moves. They're willing to go and get the guys that they need to get. And that team is going to be a scary team once Tatis is off of suspension and you've got Soto in that lineup and you've got Machado in that lineup and who knows who else they're going to actually bring back. Maybe they bring back Brandon Drury and he doesn't go anywhere. But Mm -hmm. you have two Southern California teams that have proven that they're going to be all in. And I think that we're in a world now where you just have to do that. Baseball is making money. Ratings are up and baseball with the ad revenue is making money. And Artie is making money. Do you see how full that stadium was last night for Shohei yeah. start? I mean, the guy yeah. is making money. He's doing well. And he's not just reliant upon fans coming into the stadium. The no. guy was a genius when it came to advertising before he got there. That's why he was able to buy the team. And so yeah. what we need is we need the Artie Moreno who is going to make sure that this team is fully resourced so that Perry Manassian doesn't have to go and get a puzzle piece and connect it to a Jose Rojas and connect it Mm -hmm. to a Max Stassi, but that he can actually go and get pieces that are going to help this team win in the short term because I think that we have some really great guys that are going to come up in the long term and we could go on another great 10-year run like we did in Mm -hmm. the early 2000s, but it's been far too long and we've had way too many great players to just sit on our hands and say, well, I can't go over the luxury tax because the penalty is too bad listen you are making money hand over fist and and if you're not then then prove it to us show us that you're not but right Right. now all the stats all the metrics tell tell us that you are up and to the right except for the baseball team that you actually own yeah and and again going back to our original point here from from chas long 21 he would have spent less money going over the luxury tax than he has on players who have not played for him and like i mentioned before Josh Hamilton, they had to cut ties and they had to buy out the rest of his contract and send him to Texas because they got in a big tiff because he had some personal problems. And I, I, give me the Artie who signed Bartolo Colon and yep. Torrey Hunter yep. and Vladimir Guerrero. Like, where is that Artie? Because that's 
who we need. And not just because those were big names, but they were the names that helped the team. Bartolo Colon got us a Cy Young. I mean, Vladimir Guerrero is a Hall of Famer with an ace, Angels cap on. Yep. Almost said A's. And, and Torrey Hunter, he was a stud for us, and we let him walk because we spent money on Josh Hamilton. Right. Who, again, we wasted money on. So, Artie Marino has got to make better decisions. He's got to let Perry Manassian make smart decisions. And if Perry says that there's no financial restrictions, then prove it. Prove it this offseason. To be a good bet so that they could prove it. And speaking of betting, hey. Bet Online brings you today's episode. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. They are the number one online resources for odds, lines, and games. You can find reviews and news of every league baseball, football, basketball, hockey, combat sports, esports, and even golf on Bet Online. And they continue to be the top online resource for all sporting wagering information, including live betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. So head to Bet online today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today bet online is where the game starts mike you and i are of the opinion that this team is a very different team when david fletcher is a part of it and the keyword there is a healthy david fletcher he is the key to the angels success we saw it last night yep the fact that he got removed from the game because he hit that foul ball off of his foot, and then the game yeah, <laughs> they fell, fell apart. apart so. Literally. <laughs> but tell me about what we have discovered in regard to David Fletcher and how much he is valued on this team. Right, or healthy. So just, just looking, yeah, just looking at David Fletcher, we really think that he's the key to the Angels' success. And here are some simple reasons why, and I think Angel fans would agree with us. He's a contact hitter. He doesn't strike mm-hmm. out. He plays mm-hmm. strong defense, and he can really play anywhere, even in Honestly. the outfield. And he's a difficult out because he's got this unorthodox swing that you can throw mm-hmm. the ball high, and he's going to hit it. Throw the ball low, he and he's going right. to hit it. He's got that... Uh, can I compare him to Vladdy Guerrero? He's kind of got that Vladdy Guerrero. You just can't throw a ball that he isn't going to not swing at, right? And then here's here's some metrics that I want to use to help emphasize that David Fletcher is a key to the Angels' success. Now, mm-hmm. these, these numbers are interesting, and so I want to read them, and then I want to explain them. So Fletch came okay. back. July 28th and mm-hmm. and in that time the Angels have scored 61 runs including last night's game so 18 mm-hmm. games total they've scored 61 runs the previous 18 games they they scored 56 so five mm-hmm. runs left less so there's not really that much of a difference there and then when it comes to hits in the last 18 games they have, have they have 126 hits and then the previous 18 games 124 hits now mm-hmm. Here's the big metric that is an indicator of Fletch's presence and his bat in the lineup. Mm. Fletch, since he has returned, the Angels are nine and nine. Mm-hmm. Before that, they were five and thirteen. Ooh, and so when okay. I look at these numbers, here's what they tell me. Even though they're close, the hits are close, the runs are close, even though they're close, with Fletch, something happens to this team, and the timing of the the, the hits that they get, they actually mm-hmm. matter more. And with mm. Fletch, 
something happens with this team, the timing of when they score their runs actually matters more. Yeah. I think yeah. David brings focus. I think David brings momentum. And I think David brings an energy that causes this team to go, you know what? We can win. We can do this. Yeah. And you can see yeah. that when he gets key hits. Like, even last night, he had a couple, after he fouled the ball off his foot, he got a hit, right? And right. in those moments before he came back, that would have been a strikeout. It would have been a pop-out. David is somebody that just constantly is drawing the energy and causing the momentum to move in the Angels' direction. I, I know that there's a lot of talk about Shohei being the MVP, possibly the Cy Young, all of that stuff. Sure. But I actually think that David is the MVP for the Halo team this year and I think that the reason why is because he is just the guy that allows this team to be what they are instead of trying to overcompensate Fletch in this lineup is a game changer for the Angels and that's why you and I think that he's the success the key to success for the Halos moving forward let's be clear you said that he is like the team MVP but not Mm-hmm. The MVP. Okay. Yeah. Just yes. That don't want anybody getting <laughs> yeah. mad at us about that. I don't want Bob Nightingale to tweet at me. <laughs> oh, gosh. Or John Heyman. Why didn't yes. you trade Otani yet? Uh, yeah. <laughs> David Fletcher, when, when healthy, man, yep. I think so many people wrote him off last season. And yeah. they said, oh, it's because he signed a big extension. He doesn't care anymore. Da, 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 da. Don't forget that first half. Remember his June? He was tearing it up. And he yep. had a multi-home run game in Seattle that weekend in June. And then, yeah, the injuries just kind of started stacking up on him. Uh, again, those hip flexor issues really took a toll, and you saw that. And even in the beginning of the season, you saw that uh, production start to dwindle. But I think we how quickly we forget how good he was in 2018, 2019, 2020, yeah. where we were like, oh, we got something good on our hands. And I really love what he brings to the table week in and week out. And it just goes to show that with David Fletcher, a healthy David Fletcher, this lineup is completely different. We have a real leadoff guy in David Fletcher, and we see that every single game. He's getting on base. He's getting hits. He's blooping things in where the runners aren't. For a while there, it seemed like the outfielders kind of figured him out, and now that he is healthy, he's adjusted, and he's just able to dunk these bloop singles into the field and, and get on base. It's amazing. So he's really gotten back to what he does well. You and I think that he's a big part of this team and a big part of the Angels' success. John, do you think that the Angels lose 14 in a row if David Fletcher is healthy and on this team and his bat is in that lineup? I don't think so. I think that he might even be one of the game winners. I think he's yeah. he's the guy who hits the walk-off single to drive somebody in in one of those situations, in one of those games. So, no, I don't think we lose 14 without David Fletcher. I 100% agree, and I think last night is an example of, I know it's we're 500 since he came back, but I, I feel like he's carrying this team on his back, and he helps the Otanis, and he helps the Wards, and he helps the Walshes in the lineup to make contact and to be successful, and he's causing a lot of havoc when he gets on base, and so I really like this guy, and we just need him to stay healthy, so we're praying to the Lord that his foot would actually heal quickly. He's back in this lineup soon. Love that. Yeah, we're so glad to have David Fletcher back with us on this Halo team. Well, thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen to Locked On MLB podcast with MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan. Brings humor and passion and his unique perspective on every team and share some of the biggest stories from around the league. You can follow this podcast, Locked On MLB, on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Well, you know, we know that you guys have lots of thoughts and feelings about this Halo team, and you can always reach us at Lockdown Angels on Twitter, and of course, at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. So give us a follow there, get in our mentions, comment on our posts, let us know what you think, what you're thinking, we'll do our best to respond and, and get back to you. Mike, what do we have on deck for tomorrow's show? Johnny, well, we have a new first baseman in 2023. <gasps> Bite your tongue. I know, I know. We're going to tell you why it could actually happen tomorrow on Locked on Angels. All right, well, I'm interested in that conversation. Uh, you took me by surprise. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right, y'all, until tomorrow's show, my name is John, and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother John. And we'll see you right back here tomorrow for more Locked On Angels. Locked On Angels.